Oh. And then I was so excited about my popcorn that I just stopped taking it. Just notes. watching the show. I know. It is hard. Shoveling the popcorn into my mouth. <laughs> I just drifted to enjoying my friends and family on the TV and forget to take yes, notes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, here I am. Comfortable and happy. Exactly. Anyway. Welcome to the Untitled Sister Wives Project, where two unqualified experts compare and contrast two episodes of America's favorite show. I'm Katie, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and sister wife and spirit, Juliet. Hello. Hard to say if my microphone's working but hopefully I can hear you. So Great news. <laughs> well, I think that was beautiful. What are you drinking? Katie? <laughs> it's like, I forget what we do now. <laughs> I'm drinking a spritz talk about today. A, what? a little, uh, a spritz. Ooh. Oh, it looks like a Manhattan. Yeah, it does kind of, it's supposed to be like pink, but my sick yeah you're a barbie yeah what do you have over there um just some red wine you know the use it's cold and rainy and disgusting outside so called for red wine there's a fruit fly in here somehow um i am gonna get us wine glasses of our logo i found oh i love this for us for when we record yeah wow that's such a good idea you're Mm -hmm. A good gift giver. I'm not. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, have you seen how many Barbie costumes have you seen? Very Barbie? few. Very little. Yeah. What I is know. with that? We were talking about that, that for sure. I think I mean, everyone. I don't have blonde hair, so I can't. But I thought for sure. Well, you every can be blonde any girl. Barbie that you want. <laughs> Yes, I know. That's the point of the movie. But I'm not recognizable as Barbie with my brown hair. Yeah. I think it can only be chalked up to everyone thought that everyone would be Barbie. So then no one wanted to be Barbie. Is Barbie. Mm-hmm. 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 I know. I'm kind of disappointed by it. Yeah, me too. I was hoping for some good costumes. Or maybe people like used up their costumes when they went to see the movie. Yeah. I got mm. my fix at my Barbie housewarming yeah, parties. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I didn't need I to know. read it. Hard to say. Hard to say. There were a lot of Barbies in this episode. That's why I was thinking about it. There were some Barbies, yeah. <laughs> some wife wife Barbies. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> They're midge Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> they do kind of Yeah. Well, they were brunettes, but yeah. Mm. anywho get to the episodes here yeah let's dive right in no other notes for you no news no news for you okay great we are (laughs) staying current current times for us here at least in our in in our timeline (laughs) um if you're in our timeline with us we've jumped ahead um Mostly because we're tired of playing catch up. Yep. Um, 
if you are not in our timeline, you've lucked out and you probably listen to these all in order. In order. So, You're really lucky. Mazel tov to you. And hello and welcome. We're so glad <laughs> you're here. <laughs> yes. So we Very are glad watching, you're here. We are watching last night's episode. This is a record uh, time for us. Record Recording. Turnaround, yeah. Last night's episode, season 18, episode 11, airing the dirty laundry. So excited to talk about this. What was the dirty laundry? Mary's? I think it was just Cody talking shit. Yeah. It wasn't a great... I know. I I don't know what they were talking about. I don't know who's the titler at TLC, but I'd like to have a word. They tend to be either not ex, like expository enough or like weird jokes that no one gets like i don't understand there's no in between and if anyone should get the jokes it's us so if they're going above my head there's problems at corporate (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna just use that every time i don't understand something at work (laughs) if it's above my head there's problems at corporate (laughs) It's a great blanket statement, you know? Really is. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So we're listening to have... the current, what is it called? What number is it? It's 1811. 1811. Flying Sorry. through this season. I was going to say, we're really flying by, at a clip. Although we, we did are. jump back. We'll talk about oh, the timeline. We'll get into Don't that. worry. We have timeline <laughs> notes. Yeah. <laughs> I have received. I would like. Okay, at the end of the season, we're going to do a comprehensive timeline of when these fucking episodes were filmed, because I can't keep it straight. It's a lot. That's actually, I'm writing that down. That's another Patreon content idea. We need to do a family Mm -hmm. tree with photos Mm -hmm. and all that. And then we should do a timeline of when season 18 was filmed, because this is, it's getting a little ridiculous. When Yeah, stamps. Filmed versus aired, which is going to be a mess. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, we've paired it tonight with season one. Flashing back to season one, which is, I mean, a stunning contrast. Chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Um, Season one, episode four, the episode where Truly was born, which I do not know the name of, but. It's called. Is it Baby Sister? No, that's Ariella. How dare you? Third wife in labor. Oh, this is the time where we're still identifying Christine by her number in line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's still only three rings on the title card, so mm-hmm. we're sticking to it. So let me give you a little brief overview of my episode. Let's. Before we jump on in adjust myself here okay so we have i made a little summary for us (laughs) i said tony doesn't understand conception (laughs) mary doesn't understand marriage and Mm -hmm. cody doesn't understand how his behavior has infected his entire family and that perhaps the reason all his kids don't talk to him is because he can't look inward and accept blame. 
infected or affected? Affected. I just got really. Um, <laughs> both are true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take infected. infected. Yeah. <sighs> it would be applicable. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's where we um, are. Let me make up one on the spot. Please hold. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Christine is pleasantly shocked by an epidural while truly is born. Robin <laughs> is pissed. Robin is pissed that she wasn't there for Christine's miscarriage and begrudgingly takes care of all of the children. Except Leon. But has time to make out with Cody on the front porch. <laughs> I'm going to cut that together so it sounds like I said that all in one sentence. <laughs> okay. More power to you. Uh, okay. Okay. You want to um, start? Yeah. Start with me or you? Let's get into it. Um, I think I have no, let's more. Start with you. Yeah. Yeah, you have more, and I have some, but it all kind of relates to your stuff. So. Okay. Let's go to you. Can just snowball off of that. R.I.P. Remember my Tumblr? Snowball off of that. Great times. Yeah. What was that from? Um, bridesmaids. Oh, I'm gonna just snowball off. That. Snowball yeah. off that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't think I've seen that movie since. Ooh... Then. Um, watched it with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably haven't either. It's not. It's not one that you could just rewatch all the time. Yeah. I expect it holds up pretty good, but it's not. Yeah, you're right. It's not really rewatch. You laugh at the jokes like once, you know. Yeah. But. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything, but we'll we'll use that to snowball off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Drive in, girly. Yeah. So we open with a scene that I've already seen about five times on TikTok this week. Oh, dude, I know. I kept having deja vu. I was like, did I watch this episode again? Is it's this the second so, time I've seen it? No. It's so annoying. Also, I have to listen to these people explain their relationships one more time. <laughs> yeah, they need. I, I controversially, I don't think TLC should be doing sneak peeks for episodes. I we are in it plenty fine. They don't need to be like attracting me Monday through Thursday. I got it. Anyway, I agree. I think it's like um too short of a show it's not a long enough episode you don't have that many that much to drop you know yeah and then you factor in the coming up on and previously on (laughs) like one of the two like drop one of them you know yeah you're allowed to do one of these things but you can't do both yeah so Hmm. whatever i just kind of blanked out for this because or so sorry the scene is that tony and mckelty are finally announcing that they are pregnant with twins of whom were born november 17th 2022 so we're getting close sir we're nearly within a year no within a year and a half i'm sorry (laughs) almost Closer. <laughs> Closer. I would We're guess almost she's, 18 months away. Yeah. She's probably 20 weeks ish. I would get like t- between 12 and 20. They 
before they announced yeah. this. So, because they didn't know the gender yet, but they knew that they were twins. Yeah, which is just isn't exciting information. Besides the fact that they tease this all week, I already know that these twins exist, so I don't need to see the announcement play out at Christine's house a year and a half ago. Also, the fact that everyone already knew, except for Isabel, everyone already knew she was pregnant. And Isabel's was... reaction was just like, oh, really? <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> well, her announcement, because it's so McKelty, she's like, oh, yeah. by the way, I'm pregnant. Oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. <laughs> what? Like, okay, girl, that's no fanfare. Yeah. So she's a weirdo. But anyway, that was kind of like a nothing burger. I don't really care to talk about it. I kind of want to skip to when we pop back over there and we get a beautiful revelation. (laughs) And that is, let me set the scene here. We're at Christine's. They're all sitting around the table sharing one Tupperware of cut up fruit. Like Gross. watermelon and things. It was, they're all like forking it from their chairs. <laughs> um, but Christine's totally the kind of parent that would be like, oh, I have fruit. Let's eat it. Yeah, all of it. Like, that's what we're eating now. It's just like, yes. they just gather around while we eat it, the yeah. of fruit. Some excuse to be filming, I guess. I, it was very weird. I, also, the self-filming really bothers me. I just, like, let the producers in. Come on, what are we doing? It is weird, and that's why it feels extra old, because... The, actually, that is confusing, because didn't she have camera people in her house in Flagstaff before she moved? I think so. She just um, not have a crew with her? Yeah. Well, and I think that... Oh, that could be. It could be that she, they're like in a transition period where they don't have a crew in Utah yet. Yeah. That I do think there was a crew there for the bike riding situation. Right. Right. There definitely was. Yeah. It's some no crisp idea. shots of that driveway. So whatever. Maybe they just couldn't schedule a team to be there yeah, and or- she knew that she should film this. So whatever, we film it. Fine. Anyway, they're discussing over their bowl of fruit that twin births are very dangerous. We do this whole thing that we do in your episode too, this like doctor versus midwife debate and how it ties into polygamy and the history and all of that that we've seen 800 times. But the moral being McKelty can't do a home birth, a mid- like no midwife will sign up for a twin birth. It's too risky. So she has to get a doctor and she's going to get Dr. Bean who birthed truly. Which is so weird. I like cannot get over it. How weird it is. I know. Like, I... Yeah. Like, you have to take a moment. I'm trying to think of an analogous situation. <laughs> but, like, even having the same doctor, like, the same primary care doctor as your mother is not an analogous situation. Mm-mm. It's so strange. 
I think having the same primary care doctor is weird. That's weird enough. It would be weird because you shouldn't be close enough in age that it's possible to have the same care level, you know? I mean, that is why it feels weird to me, but it's, it's also weird on its face. Like, it's just odd. It's It's just weird to do. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it like would only be weirder if he had been there for McKelty's birth, which probably does happen. Dr. Bean. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, like at least he didn't, he didn't birth. Well, I keep saying birth. What is the <laughs> presiding Deliver. term? They, delivered. Thank you. They couldn't figure it out either. <laughs> no. Gave birth to. Yeah. <laughs> Which Peyton had to point out that Christine gave birth. And he's just there. Which is <laughs> He's just lingering in the corner. <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway then we so that is just whatever so weird but i do love dr bean i'm excited i hope we get to see him on the series again and then i hope so too i hope he there's an episode about it i hope so i bet it's not till there, next season but oh for sure not maybe two seasons for me hard to say <laughs> yeah and then we get a nice retrospective, all the home births that we've had to lay witness to on this show. And they all equally horrifying. I, I'm disgusted by them all. I'm equal opportunity <laughs> disgusted by birth, whether or not it's at home or at a hospital. <laughs> what I wrote down is pregnancy is gross and scary. <laughs> That sums it up, yeah. Yeah. Um, for the listener at home, neither of us are parents, obviously. Obviously. Because we find pregnancy disgusting. <laughs> yeah. God forbid we fall pregnant. We'll have to <laughs> eat our words here. Exercise we'll our see. rights. Call <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. Nathan up. <laughs> A woman's choice woman's right to choose her husband pick her husband yeah <laughs> so yeah um okay well um so mckelty's pregnant mm-hmm. what else you got on that subject yeah that was kind of that i did want to point out they jumped to janelle doing a confessional and i think coming off of the heels of last week with their little like spat it just felt more pointed when Christine said she was kind of criticizing or sorry, Janelle was criticizing Christine's fear of hospitals and hospital births. And she was like, I didn't grow up that way. And, you know, Christine has this fear of polygamy and the father being found out by the birth certificate and all this stuff, which I think normally I wouldn't have cared about her saying that. But after last week where they were, just like tiffing over this Cody stuff. It felt, I don't know. It was like mom and mom are fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Like extra charged. Yeah. I guess I can see that. I don't think it was. 
but I can see. Probably not. I, yeah. I think, I think she kind of has said that the whole time. Um, I think she says it not in so many words because it's so early, but she kind of says similar things in my season. Like, oh, I'm really glad that Christine went, or my episode. I'm really glad that uh, Christine went with a hospital birth this time. I was really relieved, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, yeah. she doesn't say like, I would have chosen a hospital birth. I don't know why Christine's afraid of it, but she basically says that, so. Yeah. It is interesting, um, even in the same family, they could have such different beliefs around, like specifically the birth certificate, she points out um, Yeah, in my episode that Cody is on all her her kids' birth certificates, which raises the question to me if he's on Christine's kids. Leon's. Oh. Well, I would bet he's definitely on Leon's, but... And we know he's on Robin's kids retroactively which is very disturbing sure is (laughs) yeah i think even if even if i had had my kids adopted by their stepfather i would still keep their birth father on their birth certificate it seems so weird and just i and like when does that come up like it's not like like occasionally you need to present your birth certificate but never do you need to present your birth certificate and say like look this is my father this is my birth father no i don't think it ever Where... comes up yeah it like there's never like when you're doing like lineage stuff which the mormons are big on because they don't want to inbreed so it actually causes concern for More me problems. If, if you're changing the like bloodline facts you're fudging the you know <laughs> yes, and, like that's true four generations they're not going to remember that those kids were adopted instead of biologically his and then i, mean, I don't know it seems muddy we're doing hopefully we're doing blood tests at this point but your point stands yeah, it just seems odd. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. It's really <laughs> neither here nor there, but... No. Um, all right. Do you want to jump to another birth? Shall there. we jump? Yeah. Um, okay, we really, like, jump right in. Like, yeah. Christine is getting induced today. They're on their way to induction. Um, we talk about um christine's miscarriage which i found very interesting how we're talking about that like just for it's like the second line of the episode we're talking about her miscarriage and janelle says that she's glad that to your point but you know christine chose a hospital birth she's relieved about that because of this miscarriage and robin i cannot stress to you enough how sad she looks that she like was not there mm-hmm. but and like <laughs> i don't i don't understand <laughs> whatever um was, i think she was sad that she's not there uh to interject about timeline stuff mm. how long have robin and cody been dating 
it was pre them dating. Um, so Robin and Cody, right, correct. Robin and Cody were dating six months before the show because their full engagement was for 10 months and they were engaged for four months on the show. Okay. From the time that the show started. And so Christine gave, had a miscarriage about a year prior to the show. Okay. So she was already pregnant when they started courting. She was like three months pregnant. No. Okay. She had already had her miscarriage, <laughs> I think. But no, I three think months pregnant with True. Oh, yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So the other one was in the past. Like, yeah. Okay. That's what I wanted to. And I think she was six months pregnant with True. When they started courting? Oh, no. You're right. <laughs> okay, Three months when they started courting, six months when the show started. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because now we're giving birth. And now we're three months into courting, and, so they, or three months into the show, three months into, six months nine into months into courting. Six, six months. <laughs> I'm going to jump off. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Do you work at corporate? You can't keep your timeline together either. <laughs> um anyway (laughs) um okay still on robin a lot of my notes are about robin because i was really tracking like robin in this episode um particularly robin and janelle but robin in general um robin takes care of kids when specifically asked um robin said to christine that she's like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. If you want me to rush in and take care of your kids, I can do that. Or no, she said, I don't want to rush in and take care of your kids. Unless you tell me to. Yeah. And Christine said, yes, please rush in and take care of my kids. Mm -hmm. And then Robin kind of begrudgingly does that. (laughs) They had a pate. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah. Um, and then Christine is raving about this in the car to Cody, but and saying how much she appreciates Robin for doing this. And we're supposed to believe that Christine is the bad sister wife. I don't know. I don't understand. This, okay. So the thing that I was bumping on in this car conversation was that Cody, I mean, obviously, but he does no like planning for his family when Christine is telling him, Oh, I had set up Robin to like take care of the kids. So in the event we give birth today, cause they, it's just an appointment they're going in for. So they don't know for sure one way or the mm-hmm. other, if they're giving, getting, but there's always like this, <laughs> she's a week overdue. Right. What do they think they're doing? But it was just like, Cody's like, Oh, that's great. Like, he never has mm-hmm. to think about where his children are or who's taking care of them. Yeah. It, but he gets to go do like the quote unquote exciting the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fun part. Oh, we're having a baby. I get to stand. The take the, next yeah, to the credit part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's annoying. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I mean, that's true across the board. Um, so Robin in true form makes it about herself. And she says that, of course, she loves her bonus children because 
her she's from a broken home kitty as a child of divorce do you ever refer to yourself as from a broken home no but i'm gonna start doing that to garner sympathy i think you, I think you should it's a wild thing to say to a camera yeah also like can't make your parents feel too good no well right but it's the whole like savior complex patriarchy yeah. thing i'm sure her parents love it because it makes him look great the stepdad yeah the stepdad at least i mean the mom is just like a damsel in distress or whatever and then mm -hmm. he swoops mm -hmm. in Ugh, and how gross. honorable of him. and then <laughs> and then let's talk about her use of the word daddy again. <laughs> she, uh, that is a grown woman it. is she our age in this episode she's yeah, 30 she sure is daddy <laughs> daddy like through tears referring to him as her it, daddy it is, to be clear it's the referring to for me like i i can like i can even accept like you calling your father daddy it's not great not great but no but it happens but it happens especially i mean i'm thinking of myself especially when i want something <laughs> or <laughs> or john isn't listening to this hope not but he's not there's no fucking way yeah. but uh <laughs> um especially when my father has done something for me i can think like i whatever but mm -hmm. i would never say my daddy oh <laughs> i can't it's so disturbing like you, you can't know. refer to him to other people oh i know yeah like you're saying you use it as a term of endearment when you're like talking to, to the him. person yeah yeah right right anyway <laughs> but you know what i mean anyway whatever no it's i mean i am judgmental of people even mommy i take issue with i just there's something about it that's very infantile and i mm -hmm. i don't want to i'm not gonna call your mother mommy so you need to use a term that i can familiarize myself with <laughs> it's i mean it's the same thing when other people refer to their parents as mom and dad like i i can't stand that it's like a like when people say oh well mom went to mom came to see me like, who's mom my mom i hope <laughs> she didn't come to see you that's weird <laughs> it drives me nuts yeah anyway or when you're okay back to that <laughs> yes my brother does the opposite parents. Says, says, my dad <laughs> who's dad is he not my dad is there something you need to tell me <laughs> okay my mom right. my mom no he should he should like be in therapy for that that's like a <laughs> That's some, that there's something going on there because he does it still to this day despite us all making fun of him for it <laughs> no it's a uh, shtick there's something no there's something in it he does it <laughs> accidentally there's something in his little dumb brain yeah 
Okay. Anyway, now that I've disparaged my entire family. <laughs> well, there's just a large segment to cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay, we talk about the 13th on the 13th a lot. Yep. Um, which I think is a great age for a golden birthday. 13 is perfect age for your golden birthday. Yeah. Ooh, it's next year. My, I know. My golden birthday was at seven and I didn't know about golden birthdays. So missed yeah. that. Um, although my seventh birthday was pretty bomb. My mom threw me a uh, murder mystery party. It's pretty great. At seven? Yeah. Did you solve the mystery? Sure fucking did. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Anyway, um, but no, you do have to be like a person. I appreciated that mine was yeah, and like one great. isn't good. No. Two, you know, pretty much no. anything pre ten, not great. Not great. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, thirteenth, perfect. Thirteenth child on the thirteenth, which at first they are real stitious of. <laughs> Cody says, "What if her birthday's ever on a Friday? Like, what will we do?" Who cares? I like said what if as it as it as if it wasn't going to happen. What might not happen? Yeah, might not ever. <laughs> um, Cody says I was blessed when with Christine. Yeah, he what? started to say that. I know. Ew! Don't Blech. say that. Blech. It was it's weird more, to watch it's them. Worse than the daddy thing. But <laughs> watching them interact so like intimately, obviously compared to now they're divorced. But mm-hmm. he did seem into her. I, it's kind of sad. Well, I think that this is just like a healthy reminder of like what it was. Like it is not that she begged to join the family. It is not that he was never. He begrudgingly took her on as a burden. No, he wasn't oh, uh, her. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe he, she wasn't his soulmate, but he was into her. Yeah, and they like have fun. They're cracking jokes while she's in yeah. labor. Like, and that, that is always true. I mean, Christine says at one point that she is most jealous of Janelle and Cody's relationship. That it's like very intellectual, and Janelle says in response. Like, will you and Cody, like, have more fun than anyone else? Yeah. And I think that's really true. They, like, are co-conspirators and they make each other laugh. And, you know, I don't know that they were ever in love. I don't know that I would say that. But I think that they were into each other. I yeah. think that they got along quite well. I think yeah. they were once in love or thought they were i think they were all in love the problem was just (laughs) he's most in love with rob it's just instead of having normal sequential relationships across your adult life where you Mm -hmm. like fall in love whatever break up whatever that relationship is (laughs) then break up and move on yeah you just keep like 
adding to the catalog. Like that's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say adding cattle. <laughs> <laughs> I would never refer to women as cattle. You know this about me. <laughs> Binders full of women. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then my we're almost to Dr. Bean, Mr. Bean. Um, Robin's still mad that she missed the miscarriage again. Yeah. We have another scene about the miscarriage. She's like and pinching Robin's... her arm to get a tear out in the confessional. Yeah. And um, she's pissed that she wasn't a part of the family then, which comes up in your episode too. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to get to that. Mr. Bean comes in um, and Christine says, it's your first birth. He, she says to Dr. Bean, it's your first birth? Correct. I mean, Why? she doesn't say it's my first birth. She says it's your first birth. No. I don't believe it. I don't know. I don't really believe it because he's billed as an OBGYN. But I guess he could be like a resident. This could be his first solo birth. I have no idea. But it, she said it very clearly. That's and weird. I have the subtitles on. That's why I yeah. caught it. No, I, I believe that she said it. There were a lot of scenes or a lot of lines in that, uh, sorry, in that room that were very like cut away or like quickly cut to. So you don't have any context yeah. about what's happening. Yeah. It's like they were starved for content or something and they um, like cut together like, bits of conversation. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, yeah. add two seconds to the beginning of that one so we can fill this 21-minute exactly. episode. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so that was odd, but kind of interesting to think about in the context of him coming back for McKelty's birth. Um, birth. Not McKelty's birth, McKelty's children's birth. Delivery. That's a delivery, thank you. Yeah. Well, if, I mean, if we go off of that, he, then he's only been practicing for 13 years. So it's very reasonable that McKelty would, I mean, he would still be very much like in the thick of it. I mean, he was young enough. Like, even if it's not his first birth, it's reasonable. He's young. Yeah. It just is so weird still. Mm. I guess it's also weird that McKelty lives back in town close enough after they've moved like all over the western united yeah. states she's back yeah. in lehigh I think that's, that's what feels the weirdest is that they after all the moves that they've done she's back there with the doctor that gave that delivered truly we're literally full circle on dr bean yeah. here. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's really dr bean's show this show is about dr bean it was a long con for dr bean <laughs> Exactly. He seems great, though. God uh -huh. forbid I ever give birth. I think I'd like him there. Yeah, no, he seems good. Um, the nurse also seemed great. She did like a good explainer of the epidural and what's going to happen. And it reminded what? me when I, yeah, of... mm -hmm. but it reminded me of Jen Hamilton. So anyone who reminds me of Jen Hamilton must be a good nurse. And for the audience at home, who is Jem Hamilton? You <laughs> Asking don't know who for Jen a friend. Hamilton. <laughs> oh my god! 
No. Clearly, you're on the wrong side of TikTok. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> oh, I know. TikTok. I do know her. She's a TikTok nurse. Yeah. She's great. She with is. With the chickens. Great. Yeah. And... That's the problem with TikTok. I don't know anybody's name. Yeah. She is great. Yes. Love her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. We love Jen Hamilton. Great call. She, that nurse is very gen coded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go back to you. Flash forward in time. Sorry. I'm just Take your I'm time. A, I'm a tickle in my throat today. Okay. Oh, I had to pull over because I was coughing today. I choked on a granola bar. <laughs> thriving, not surviving, not thriving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of surviving, not thriving, let's talk about Mary. We go back over. God knows where. She, oh, she's at the B&B, of course. I did want to say, because she's doing self-film as well. I was taking She's doing what now? Self-film. Oh, yeah. I was taking note of the camera setup. And because you can kind of see, like, her shoulder is raised. So it looks like she's holding a phone. But when she kind of, like, jostles around, the camera doesn't jostle around. So then I was trying to figure out if it was on a tripod or if it was like squeegeed to the window, you know, like mm-hmm. influencers do. But then she just like, for some reason, held her arm up so that it looked like she was holding it. I don't know. It's very weird. Maybe she's holding a ring light or something. Mm, maybe. It was just um, She did look me. quite good in this episode, even during the self film. Yeah, she looks pretty good. I wrote down. I wrote down that even the like under eye um, eyeliner is working okay for her. Oh, I thought. See, I didn't even notice in this it. episode. So yeah, it must be working. If I didn't in this episode alone, I will not say that <clears throat> to about every episode. <clears throat> no, never. Under eye okay. eyeliner should be used very sparingly, as a rule. <laughs> so. Besides the filming that I was distracted by, the content of this self-film is a big bummer. It's a big (laughs) bummer, but it's not devastating. It's old news. We've known this. (laughs) I know. And, And she's right that he hasn't said it. Like, I know that we've known it. I know that Mary should know it. I agree with all that. But she's right that he's never said this before. Has he never said it? Yeah, I don't think he's said it in so many words. Yeah. I Yeah, I, <clears throat> I guess I could get I think that. he's kept her on the hook for a long time. And I think because... And he says it himself. He says at the request of my other wives or what did he say yeah whatever at the council (laughs) the council of my therapist and my other wives i felt obligated to solve it yeah yeah all right so robin told you to keep her on the hook (laughs) for seven Um, years so i can have some sympathy there and i also think later on in the episode when she's talking more about the religion i have thoughts about 
that in general, but we can get to it when we get to it. I don't, we don't have to, we can get to monopolize. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'll give a, I guess I'll give a synopsis in case no one's Mm -hmm. watching Mm. the, so Mary, Mary is giving us a synopsis and then I will give you a synopsis of what Mary has given us a synopsis of. (laughs) That's how the show goes. Now we just get like flashbacks, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And it's a lot of tell not show. Yeah. Which is very frustrating, especially for this, which I took note of. So Mary's telling us about her anniversary that just happened. Her 32nd wedding anniversary with Cody. Um, She says half the day goes by and she doesn't hear from him. So she's like, fine, I'm just going to call him. She calls him. Wouldn't advise. Would advise against. No. Yeah. Do not do that. You never call him. What, like, did she not learn the lighthouse theory? Lighthouse theory. If he wanted to, he would. I she am a lighthouse, to- Mary. You are a lighthouse, Mary. <laughs> the boat should come to you. She does need a, a, some several lessons in that theory, but. She needs a stern talking to. That's yeah. What she needs. so she calls cody he immediately sets up an out for himself that he is babysitting his children which children yeah okay we don't have to go into that we all know where that (laughs) lands where we lay on that yeah but he miraculously decides oh maybe i should go out to dinner with Mary. So Robin came With home from Coles, I guess, and told him wherever to the fuck she out. is. <laughs> she was at Coles, probably. That's a- I'm sure she was. I'm sure you're right. But like, the woman doesn't have friends. I don't understand where so, she is. She's filling that house with stuff. Yeah, I guess. But doesn't she do online orders? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe she was just following Aurora around. Aurora around. Aurora? Maybe. So whatever. They go out to dinner and Cody says we aren't married. We aren't living as a married couple. And to this, to poor Mary, this is news. (laughs) She says that was a big realization for me. And I just said, girl, Get a grip. (laughs) My theory on this, not to defend Mary, because (laughs) I don't want to, but. (laughs) Okay, well, let's hear it. Um, I think that the feelings that she, the feelings that she was feeling (laughs) were not so much surprise and shock and awe of this revelation, so she calls it. But shame that she was, like, caught out in this. That, like, she was not dumping him. He was dumping her. He has already dumped her, and she didn't even know it. Like, it was, I think she's shameful about that. I think she feels silly and useless and whatever. And I I don't think that it's... You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think she's actually surprised. I think she's bad at identifying her feelings. And I think she is feeling, you know, not upset that she's 
been broken up with, but upset that she didn't do the breaking up. Yeah, I think in the last episode, she said um, she was talking about Christine and Cody and she in her confessional was like, aren't you worried about another divorce? You've already done one. So I think, yeah, what you're saying basically is that she was banking on Cody never ending a marriage and him relying on the wives to do that. And she was just clinging to that. And he flipped the script and left her and now she's fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the broader point that I am kind of understanding in not only Mary's kind of revelations about this, but Janelle and Christine's as well is that these women are going through like a crisis of faith. Like this is, this is like a faith thing. This is not so much like I'm being dumped or I'm being left or divorced. This is more of like an internal like struggle with what you believe about the world. And these women, I think you see kind of the full spectrum of reactions to this belief that like both Mary and Christine were raised in this faith and they were brought up to believe that these relationships were everlasting, right? That they were trans eternal, eternal, transcendental, (laughs) Um, but they outlasted these lives. Right. And Janelle gave up everything that she knew to transition into this faith. And so I think that they believed it like innately. And then all three of them have had to struggle with the fact that this man is not for them eternally or in this life. Mm -hmm. And um, like Christine, you see like a total drop of the faith completely. And Janelle, you see kind of a drop of the man, but not the faith. And Mary, you see her just stay regardless of how he treats her, kind of because of this faith, I think. Yeah. Because she believes that giving up would be a weakness. Yeah, she's kind of sticking sticking to the rules the most. And Mm -hmm. you're supposed to stay. It doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. how you feel or how he feels. You decided when you were 19 that you were going to be together eternally. And that is permanent. And you don't get to change that. And I think you see Janelle kind of understand that he doesn't feel this way anymore. But Mary isn't there yet. Mary doesn't like until I think this moment, she thinks that he believes this too. Like he believes whether or not we're getting along now, whether or not we like each other, whether or not we believe this marriage will is good for us in our lifetimes, that he understands that this covenant, so that they call it, mm-hmm. is eternal. And she is banking more on, I mean, you're right, that he won't leave her. But I think more than that, she's banking on him believing in what he said he believes in and in what she believes in. Yeah. Which I think is sad 
and I think is more than just a like that speaks to a different identity crisis than a breakup or a divorce like a crisis of faith is like like a true identity crisis right like you don't if you don't know what you believe about the world then you don't know how you fit into the world anymore yeah so i <laughs> i think she should have known this already and i can like have sympathy that she's like she doesn't know who she is anymore because she's having like a full fucking breakdown here yeah i think i can i have sympathy for her i think a lot of it yeah, is not that willful, you didn't, but... but i think a lot of it is willful ignorance and she maybe knew those things in the back of her mind and was just pretending that they didn't exist i mean th that's the only way for this to have gone on as long as it has it's he hasn't made any bones about his feelings even if he didn't explicitly say them to her like come on we you know we've all watched the show <laughs> no you're right you're right and but she's like a super avoidant person so yeah like it all tracks like that's you're you are surprised by this because you've been avoiding it for eight years that's the problem yeah exactly and it was giving me so i watch a lot of um love after lockup and all of that series which i know you don't watch but no, it's similar you. in a similar fashion so when you go into prison you typically are stunted at that age so it happens a lot with like younger teen mid-teens and like young adults you never progress past 19. that age yeah sure and so yeah so she got married at 19 and a lot of the way she expresses herself and a lot of the way she views the world feels very much like she is still 19 like I actually I felt at the end of this when she's monologuing about Cody and she kind of glances off to the corner and she's like you promised and it's very sad and I feel for her but that reaction is very 19 to me <laughs> like you promised you would love me forever is not a realistic feeling when you're rounding out 55 sorry <laughs> yes that's true yeah. um 50 of marriages fail <laughs> i think also though um what i would argue in mary's favor is like there is like a broader understanding that regardless of whether we love each other or not we're going to stay with each other and i think that you're right what she's saying and how she's acting is emotionally stunted she is emotionally stunted she's very emotionally immature we know this we know this because of how she treats the children and her other family members but yeah. i do think that when you get married that like there should be an expectation that you're gonna stay if you've promised forever you're gonna i mean unless the marriage fails which then you should say something like and that he should have said something is that yeah, yeah i guess like the, my problem is twofold it's that yeah i think mary is is 
fair, like it's fair of Mary to expect that he would stay with her regardless of whether or not he loves her. Yeah. Unless he says something otherwise, unless he says something to the contrary, which to her point, he hasn't for for eight years. And maybe she could have gotten the hint and maybe she could have headed off this heartbreak by saying something herself, but that's not who she is. Yeah. And, but to her point, he did promise that he would be with her forever for eternity. Yeah. No, he did. I mean, they did. You know, and I, I think you're right that like what she's saying is like, well, he promised. So why isn't he? Is that's childish. my, I guess I, yeah, I'm thinking, <laughs> obviously I'm not in their it's, marriage it's, and I'm a little, bit, no, it's very childish, yeah. but I think, and she's, she's right to expect that because of their faith transcends the earthly marriage like they say that they are better than monogamous they say that you know these relationships are forever they're eternal they outlast our lives on earth yeah i a part of the reason i think that it seems to be that that's all she's clinging to is that they made yeah. these promises and correct it's, it seems unrealistic to me to only have that as your foundation and not continue to work at the marriage. It's not something Agreed. that you're done doing when you get married. Like, I guess that's my, my broader point here. And Agreed. It, when she talks about the marriage in general and how she references that, ask anyone around us, they would have said we were so in love. But they're flashing back to... 25 years ago they're not yeah none of it is relevant to even the second half of their marriage so that's yeah. why it's so upsetting to watch her talk about it oh but you promised me i don't you know i i totally agree with you and even when we start the show like the, the people that they were at the start of the show in mexico when Robin's getting married, like none of that is relevant to right now. You're, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like it's not, it doesn't matter about then. It matters yeah. about what they are doing now. <laughs> and right. what they are doing is Mary is sitting there waiting. Yeah. And <laughs> Cody is at Robin's house. <laughs> she pretends that she's not waiting for him to call but then she admitted that what else are you doing girl yeah i mean your actions say otherwise sorry love ya xo mm -hmm. but <laughs> i don't know i i guess my issue is i want to be on rob on mary's side so badly but she makes it very difficult she makes it hard every time <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I guess I. That's that's all I've gotten. Defensive Mary, I can't defend her any longer. It's hard. Oh, you know it is I hard, and I. I like feel bad for. Her. I want. I want to defend her, Mary. I mean, Cody's being an asshole, and he has been for eight years. Like this is 
it's ridiculous that he hasn't said to her, I don't want to be with you anymore. It's horrifying that he's saying we are pretending in this relationship. That's horrifying. Yeah. And she's doing nothing about it. Right. She, yeah. Like, she so I, want- like, I can't really sympathize with you too much because what are you doing? nothing diddly yeah waiting by the phone she's like jumping when he says jump yeah yeah and i know and it's it's even more frustrating as an audience member to watch because we all know that he left her the moment that she cheated on him which no one wants to talk about but he was Mm -hmm. never gonna forgive her for that no. And and I guess I blame him for pretending he would he would get over that. He kind of played along for a while, but we knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, well, and she gave him an out, and that was I mean that was her worst mistake was telling yeah. him not to come over anymore because that was not because he should come over, but because. It, that gave him an excuse to not come over and to not try. Okay, but then in this episode, she claims that she didn't kick him out of the house. To which I say, <laughs> you did. <laughs> um, I think she thinks she didn't kick him out of the house. I agree with that. She thinks she didn't. She like I think she thinks her definition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I and and I think that it's a little more nuanced than that. I think she did kick him out of the house, but maybe because she thought she was being recorded, because she was worried about the catfish, she had different reasons for maybe kicking him out of the house. Yeah, but she did tell him to not come around anymore. We've heard that yeah. for ten years. So, not 10 years, but six years. Pretty much, yeah. So, um, so I believe that, but I also believe, Mary, that it was because it was like a desperation thing. It was not because she didn't want him to be around. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd, I have no idea. Yeah. We but didn't then see she, it happen. So, she Who never knows? Told... Maybe she was like ready to have the catfish man over well she definitely was <laughs> we've all seen the banana pick but then she never told cody to come back too which is no perfect. she did we watched that happen no what she does is say i don't know why you haven't come back yet she never no. invites him back which then I would argue that is a misread. That's like their old antics where it's just totally. the same person arguing with themselves, which like they're just too similar yeah, to they have both a disagreement. Have, they should, yeah, they're the like same fucking person. High ego. They, like she doesn't want to ask him to come back because that's her like admitting that she wants him there or whatever and he's not going to grovel. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they just know, are at fun. a standstill. 
Also, these people should not be together. They're like the same side of the one coin. Like they should yeah. be far away from each other in case the world explodes. Like <laughs> I'm truly, I feel like they're gonna open up a portal <laughs> together too long. Like, <laughs> they are. They're bad news. Yeah. Like get away from each other. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, well, I think we're going to hear more from Mary in the next episode. I think we have not reached the end of this conclusion, this drama. So, no, definitely not. To find, to find a good episode to pair with that. I'm sure we can find um, one called Catfish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just to wrap up, Mary, I do want us, her like quote end quote for this was. I'm not going to go the rest of my life pretending that this is how our relationship is. To which I say, is Mary under the impression that she is hiding something from us, the audience? Because. (laughs) No, I think that Cody is. That's what's so upsetting. Cody said that we are pretending. Pretending. This is you pretending? Yeah, like this is your sir, best. This is the old I, college try. <laughs> I'm upset for you. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we should go to some acting camps or something. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's not maybe good. A summer stock or something. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! Well, yeah, I think we will get more next episode probably through the end of this season i did look up their instagram breakup post which was Mm -hmm. just january of this year i was surprised i thought it was older oh i would have said last summer actually me too so oh i do want to point out that we are reaching the point where leon comes out well, we're dancing around it. I don't know if we're ever going to technically get there. June 2021. Two. We're... Oh. Are we at... We're at June 2022. Well, no, we're back in April of 2022. We're back and forth. No, but we were at May, and then I think they planted the tomatoes in June. Let's talk about timeline, shall we? Yeah, then we did July, of course. But now we're back mm-hmm. in April. This whole episode, I think, is April. No, the tomatoes was June. Janelle and Gabe in the garden. Okay, that's fine. she said, a, a month ago, they, for my birthday, we did the garden situation. Okay. And well, you, don't plant, you don't plant tomatoes in April, I can tell you that. Well, Mary's I anniversary... I don't know much about gardening. No, but that's a good note. Is, um, Mary's anniversary and Truly's birthday are in April. <clears throat> Sorry, in April. And with the twins being born in November, I would guess it's like April or May for this announcement. I think you're so right. So the Janelle thing is a one-off because they just are... Janelle is like in her own third tertiary timeline like i don't know what's i want to i would like a word with the producers i don't understand what we're doing i don't do they think that we don't know these things i don't i'm i'm confused 
it doesn't make any sense and it just it doesn't it could be in order it doesn't need to be exactly exactly that's what my next words were like why did we see janelle's birthday and flash forward to july and flash back to april it makes no fucking sense just play it in order and we can understand what's actually happening and then i don't have to go to the extra trouble to make a timeline to figure out what's actually happening because it's also not really adding anything it's not like they're spreading out the content more evenly like there are still episodes that are snoozy and then Mm -hmm. there's episodes that are high points like it and we're gonna watch either way i do they not understand (laughs) at this point we're watching we're tuning in (laughs) I, i don't get it i don't understand and then uh yeah the other timeline thing was isabel because i believe she moved back to utah by the summer of 22 yeah i think that's true so she's still in north carolina but somehow she's back for truly's birthday in april i guess visiting maybe this was easter and then we tacked on truly's birthday yeah, but like know. you could have done Truly's birthday and then the next episode is Easter. Like it could have been sequential. Then Janelle's birthday. It was, I don't whatever. The <sighs> Janelle's birthday is the weirdest. Like they really jumped the gun on that. I don't know why. Because I guess they wanted us to see that Janelle like took Cody right back. But she didn't. She waited until May. So why yeah, are we and- pretending that she did and right after that she was like yeah i'm not i'm over him so we could have just done that in that order it didn't need to be like it doesn't make sense (laughs) sure does not yeah um anyway uh what else should we jump back to (sighs) yeah we have a lot sorry this is a long one so Back to Truly and her birth. Oh, that was interesting. On the screen in the like, um, you know, they have like the little description. Lower thirds. um, Title card, yeah, lower thirds. Um, We said, Christine's delivery day. Like, why would Hmm. you call it Truly's birthday? That is weird. Maybe they didn't want to spoil it for us. (laughs) That she gets born. Yeah. Alright, so Cody's on his phone, as usual, because he's with Christine. So he's on the blue. His phone. T- no, 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 he's on his phone. Like he's texting Robin on his little mm. BlackBerry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even better. Um. So okay. So he. We cut to Robin's house. Um. She gives an announcement to all of the children and says that your mom is giving birth right now. Which is really dumb because what if Truly had died in childbirth? Oh my God. Not to be dark and morbid, but I like, I think it's just stupid to tell children like three and four year olds, like Savannah's not yet five. I think it's stupid to tell children things before they're happening, before they've happened. Yeah. As a mother yourself. You have a strong yes. opinion on this. 
exactly as a parent <laughs> whatever that's my parenting advice but whatever well i feel also, like also the trash oh god you've always said famously <laughs> no but you have corrected me sometimes when i've talked about birth and stuff like that where you shouldn't be expected to suffer alone like if something went wrong it doesn't matter that you told other people that's true because you should but children i think parents. are different i i they, do think children are different. they know she's pregnant so it's not like she couldn't no, just right. come I, home without a baby and to your point i did have that thought and corrected myself made okay. writing this down i said well then they would have just told the children and they would have had to explain it anyway so yeah I think her delivery was weird. I, I'll give you that. I still wouldn't have made the I wouldn't have made the announcement until the baby was born. But especially they're not my children. Whatever. Yeah. I and like how long has Robin known Christine? I don't know. I think I think it was weird. But yeah. I mean, she's essentially a babysitter. <laughs> like she's yeah, she's not a wife yet. She's just a girlfriend. No. But, and also she hasn't known Christine. She hasn't known these children very long. I just, uh, it felt weird to me. Um, the amount of tchotchkes that she had in her little TV breaker box is, was not cute. Mm -hmm. It was the beginnings of hoarderdom. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. was. Even when we were poor, we were hoarding. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the Savannah's, dollhouse oh, yeah, overrun the with stuff. Huge. Yeah. Um, Savannah, when she heard that Christine was giving birth, said, no more school for me, which I thought was very cute because <laughs> Christine was homeschooling Savannah at the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, I had, okay. So, all right. So we're at the hospital. Cody's on the phone on his little Bradbury, Blackberry mm -hmm. texting Robin. The phone um, of business person. Presumably, exactly. Um, and Christine asks Cody to go get Aspen, go get some clothes. Cody says, I think I should go home, get a change of clothes, blah, blah. And Christine says, oh, you can get Aspen because she wants mm -hmm. to be here and I want her here for the birth. Um, okay. Then we cut to Cody at Robin's house for reasons passing understanding. Because Aspen is not at Robin's house. Right. So why was Cody? Right. Like, riddle me this. His clothes are not there because he's not allegedly staying with Robin at this point because they're not married. Well. I don't understand yeah. why he was there. Christine's clothes are not there. No. No, no, no. All the Aspen children. Aspen was not there. Fronting he that didn't. he had to say goodbye to the children i hope he already did that he didn't really hang out with the children he no. kissed savannah on the top of the head that was about it and he as he gave eyes to robin <laughs> yep <laughs> so the main event the main event cody, cody making out with robin um <laughs> okay so Cody is, as you say, giving eyes to Robin as he walks out of the house. And what I caught this time upon rewatch is Robin says, do you want some crackers? And then 
he like gestures outside. He goes outside. She follows him out the door. And she, at, while she's walking out the door as like a front for walking outside, she says, they're organic. I did not hear that. <laughs> I think they like for real the audio. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, abandons all the children in the house and goes and makes out with Cody, who she's not supposed to be kissing. Per their marriage well, vows. I don't know. We've blown that so, already. I would like to just like let us think about how upset Christine was when she watched this. Like she was upset when she found out that Cody and Robin kissed at their engagement. Yeah. And Robin and both Robin and Cody already know that. And now they're kissing while Christine is giving birth, while is Cody is active labor. <laughs> active labor about to the baby is crying, truly is half out. <laughs> And, and, uh, and Cody is supposed to be getting Aspen so that yeah. Aspen can witness the birth and the miracle of Christine, birth, right? The miracle and Christine, according to her own reports, gives birth very quickly after her water breaks. And so yeah. we're losing precious time while he makes out with Robin. I don't think he has Aspen in the car. I don't think she's waiting in the car while he's making out with Robin. No, he has he not gone to get Aspen yet. Right. He has not collected her yet. Uh-huh. He knows that Robin's, that Christine's water has broken. And yet he's wasting time making out with his girlfriend mm -hmm. instead of getting his daughter to watch her mother give birth. I... I mean, but it that... really, like, I knew it was fucked up from, like, the get, obviously, but yeah, I, it's obscene. I'm so, I'm, like, re-mad about it. Yeah, and then he tries to play, like, the producers are, like, forcing it on him because they make them redo the scene, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, a great call on production, but he's like oh i can't he literally says i can't be kissing my girlfriend while my wife's in labor it's like dude <laughs> i know i don't think i was ever yeah quite so mad as i was this time seeing it i was always mm -hmm. like well you know he has four wives like what the hell he's gonna be kissing one of them yeah what did she expect yeah yeah but it does seem <sighs> more nefarious especially with you pointing out why is he there at all yeah i don't understand why he's even in the vicinity yeah he didn't yeah because i always thought like oh he's dropping something off he's picking someone up blah 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 aspen was there no 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 it makes no sense he just wanted to see his girlfriend his little girlfriend mm -hmm. i hate mm -hmm. it i hate it very much very gross um Okay. Um, Aspen watching the birth was very cute, though. I'm glad she was there. Um, the eyeliner was atrocious. So bad. I mean, I'm not glad for her, because I would not want to see my mother give birth. 
but it was very sweet to hear Christine say, oh, Aspen, she looks like you. Yeah, it was cute. Mm-hmm. She looks, Aspen was Christine's I mean, first baby. Truly just looks so much like Truly. Like, she comes out and you're like, that's Truly. And she's fully like, holy shit. Um, no, yeah. I wrote down that she looks like Gollum. Wow. Which is mean and true. True. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Sorry, true. Sorry, girl. Like, in a cool way. I, she I looks know. great now. She's doing like fabulous two tone hair mm-hmm. stuff. She's like very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she did look like all. It's kind of it. I have some stray observations, but that's pretty much the balance of my notes, as okay. we say in the industry. So. That's what we say. I back guess. to you. In the back to. Well, I was going go to go to Truly's birthday. Present. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Which is, I guess it's both her birthday. The birth, the bike was a birthday gift. So, Also known as um, Christine's delivery day. Christine's delivery day. 12 years later. 2022. <laughs> We're in 2022. April 13th, 2022. Hooray. So we do a um, a little birthday party at Cody and Robin's house, the real family, familial home. And Isabel is there for some reason. I'm, I think- Reasons that she does not know, because she seems pissed AF. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah, she's very uncomfortable. Um, Cody can't think of a reason why Isabel would be uncomfortable with him. And I, I don't know if I can think of one. Hmm. That is so strange. Why it's would she stumper. be upset with you? That is weird. Don't know why, <sighs> he's... Uh-huh. No, obviously she hates him because he's a fuckhead. But <laughs> he left her for a major spinal surgery. She mm-hmm. cried and asked him to go and he said no. So mm-hmm. that yeah, was you don't, fun. You don't get a relationship with her anymore. That that was After your, that, that was, was it. <laughs> that's the end of that one. Sure is. Um, I would also like to point out that she looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. She's fucking beautiful. She's like so beautiful. I can't believe how beautiful she is. Stunning. It's like her seeing her on the couch was a jump scare in a good way. I was like, damn. Her teeth are perfect. She doesn't have, not to be a hater, but she doesn't have the... McKelty has a hard time putting words together. Not like in a sentence, but just physically saying like one word at a time she has trouble with. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the, the pseudo-British Utah accent, but... <laughs> I'd argue that Maddie has the same struggle, so... No, Maddie has it. A lot of them have it. I mean, Christine has it. There's a lot of them, but Wisebel is very well spoken Mm -hmm. and eloquent, even. Yeah, and just stunning. Yeah, she's beautiful. Good for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hate her, but yes. (laughs) So upsetting. It's not fair. Yeah. God, get it. God given with both hands. 
Yeah, God has favorites, you know. Well, mm-hmm. she had the, this Cody, terrible Cody does too. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, not Isabel. <laughs> no. Speaking of favorites, Robin, <laughs> in your, much in your episode, she centers herself in Truly's birthday somehow. I It's honestly impressive. Like, I think we have said this, but the way that she could manipulate like memories to center her is masterful. It's a masterclass. So she goes on, she's like, Oh, Truly's 12. And I remember when she was born and isn't it so sweet that Truly has no memories of life without me. (laughs) And then she starts crying. That is a crazy if even if your own mother said that about you, that is a crazy thing to say. It really is. Isn't it it's sweet so you have no, no memories without me in them? <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's similar to when I was a kid and I would tell my brother that my parents have loved me longer, longer. than they've loved him yeah same it's not cute (laughs) i don't know why she said that no that she's done she's had offenses like this before mostly when people die she talks about how much herself (laughs) how much they loved her yeah like she the only thing she ever has to say about people is how they treated her. How sweet they were to her. Yeah. 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 It's so strange. Well, because it doesn't matter unless, like, nothing matters unless it's about her. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is Robin the real narcissist of this family? Is that what we're doing? There, two things can be true. Okay. Uh, But yes, I think that Robin is, they called it something on TikTok, like a quiet narcissist or a ghost narcissist or something like that. You're not like presenting outwardly that you're a narcissist, but if you track the behaviors, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's why she and Cody, I don't even want to say that they are meant for each other, that they get along. I think that's why they like their like wants and needs align like I think that's what it is more than anything else I don't think these two people are very capable of love but I think that their end goals align yeah like they've agreed that they are the the center of everything which may not last forever but for the time being is very convenient yeah yeah i think robin's time is fleeting because she needs somebody else to blame and without the other wives there's no one else to like push cody's blame to okay one thing i want to touch on that cody said is he's going on and on about his kids don't like him and he doesn't understand why and he says there seems to be a minor strain <laughs> just like understatement of the century my by my guy but 
a okay. little a little strain. <laughs> a minor no strain. Thing. Just tiny. But then he says we may have been more successful if we had different homes and the kids grew up like cousins. And isn't that what happened? I what is he talking about? Sure fucking is. They So I I think he's saying I I hate <laughs> yeah. that I'm explaining what he's saying. Get into the mind but of Cody Brown here. <laughs> he is wrong. But I, let's preface with that. But yeah. I think what he's trying to say is that he believed that they should be under one house, under one roof, which we can fact check that. And that's not what he believed. And until recently, it's not what he said, whatever. Yeah. But he believes that that's what he believed. <laughs> Does that make sense? And yeah, yeah. I think he's saying that I might have been wrong and maybe from the beginning I shouldn't have pushed for one house. I should have pushed for different houses and for the kids from the beginning to be raised as siblings. I mean, as cousins. Which I can point to like seven examples of that of the opposite being true because the closest siblings the closest kids are the ones that have been raised under one roof as siblings yes again far be it for me to agree with cody but i think that that part was successful not because that they were raised under one roof but because they were raised by the mothers like interchangeably together yeah the that like first half of the kids are mm-hmm. very close and had very similar mm-hmm. upbringings and they lived in one house then you go to vegas and you did all live in separate houses and they i would argue that second half of kids grew up like cousins the way they talk about yeah. each other is very or yeah. not very but somewhat distant they are not siblings in the way that logan and maddie are siblings well they're like literally siblings but and it's much more superficial um Mm -hmm. like i can think of um when leon came out as gay the first time they told logan first yeah and i forgot about that that was so sweet how could you forget and uh but like i don't see isabel and i mean isabel and aurora are a bad example but i don't isabel see isabel and, dayton and savannah like similar dayton. dayton is still robin's kid i think robin's kids are unto themselves oh you're just discount- especially okay, the older ones who are not like raised from utero in this family okay but so like garrison um, and isabel sure um even gabe and gwen i would argue the like the twins you know the ones mm-hmm. that, that were said as twin i think you can feel a little difference between them you know it doesn't feel as close as familiar as maddie and leon and aspen, aspen and yeah logan hunter 
the the first five. Yeah, McKelty. Yeah. No, I I agree. That was sort of a shocking revelation that Gabe and Gwen were only four days apart. I knew they were very close yeah. in age, but the four days was. See, you don't have the birthday brain that I do. I do not have the birthday brain. That's too close together. <laughs> anyway. It but to Cody's alleged point, they did a lot of them did grow up in separate homes like cousins. So I don't know mm-hmm. what he the thing what he's I trying mean, to I think Cody is just talking. Out so. of his ass. Yeah, whatever. He just talks. We don't need to analyze him. No. Um, I want to touch on Maddie. We finally get the revelation. Yes, Maddie is bailed. Thank God, which we had suspected, of course, but he finally said it. Yeah, glad to hear that. Yeah, and he's of course bamboozled by this (laughs) information and doesn't understand why. He's like, maybe Which, COVID girl. Upsetting. <laughs> I think if my fa- if I stopped speaking to my father, he would want a concrete answer as to why. Like general direction or uh, <laughs> upsetting. It's upsetting. Yeah. yeah, they have to pipe Janelle in from her couch and she's like, Maddie doesn't talk to him because of his behavior. Yeah, as if we obviously. Didn't know that. But yeah, yeah. But I thought what she said was, I think that that might affect Cody when he sees this, when she talks about how he's perceived as a grandparent or in those children's lives. I think that would be something that he would actually respond hear to. and respond to. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I think. I would love to hear from Maddie herself and not Janelle speaking for Maddie, but um, yeah, I, I have thoughts. I, I don't, I don't, it's so weird to see him just like not register it at all. I don't understand. None of it. Well, Robin's not doing it either. She talks about this this wall or whatever. Yeah, what does that mean? And she's like, I, I can't figure out why it's there. <laughs> and that, to me, is like an act. But Cody, I believe he doesn't understand. Which I, is upsetting. Yeah. I know the way he keeps referencing COVID as like, yeah as if it had a mind of its own and it did this to <laughs> his family instead of him making these rules that separated himself i'm sorry yeah. they're called protocols protocols protocols, protocols. yeah it just i was like maddie doesn't care what you say about COVID. she lives across the country she has her yeah, own she children was clear she's not involved in any of that thank you none of that affected her in the least (laughs) i don't know what goes through that man's brain it doesn't make any sense it makes no sense okay the let's see we have to touch 
on the bike ride and then I think we can be done from here. Um, which is quick. We're it's still Truly's birthday again, but we're doing it in Utah this time. And Christine says she asked for a bike for her birthday. So she is taking initiative. She's mm-hmm. ready to learn, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, she's definitely we, not, but <laughs> we also learn later that Christine broached the subject. Yeah. I don't love, but she did. She asked if if she would be ready to learn again or yeah, what did she say exactly? She said that it would be good for her to learn. Yeah. Why is my I don't know. Cue? It's definitely interesting. I did write we exploit true again <laughs> for her bike riding. Like I don't we didn't I, really like, need I to don't... circle back on this one. No, and I mean I understand I support Christine in her like wanting to redo that moment for truly and wanting to like show her that she was right, like you have control over your body, you have control over this. Yeah. But and so I think that came from like good that was, there are good intentions there. But she doesn't need to learn how to ride a bike. She could if she if she's reached twelve without learning how to ride a bike, then she's good. That like there's no yeah. need. You're good. Kind like there's not many more years that it's gonna be important for you to know how to ride a bike. Nah. You're okay. No, I think it yeah, should be like, fine. at most you have three more years that it's like interesting. <laughs> yeah that you don't know how to know how to ride a bike yeah to other people like no one's gonna care later it doesn't matter no it definitely doesn't matter and it yeah i guess she just wanted to like fix this moment for her but which i support but uh, but she truly is just so (laughs) she's so against it from the beginning she she won't let her feet off the ground. She's so uncomfortable. She's never wanted and, to do anything less. And this poor girl's goal is to not fall. Like, I, put training wheels on. Gonna... Get a tricycle. Yeah, kind of. Do the Shit's Creek method. Like, there's not, yeah. there's not a way for you to not fall. Right. If that's the expectation, you may as like you shouldn't learn. You're good. Don't learn. Yeah, you you just don't need to ride a bike. I know. You don't need to. It's okay. I did <sighs> like that all like all her sisters are there and I like the way that Christine has raised them, I guess. They the way they talk to Truly is like very validating but also very matter of the fact like um Isabel's just like, "Yeah, you'll be fine. Like you'll be fine though." Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. There's nothing it's to very worry like, about. <laughs> it's like what you do with like little kids. You're like repeating facts. Like it's yeah. not you're not judging the fact. You are repeating like that looks like it hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. Did that hurt? You know, <laughs> or you're not. There's no. Um, I don't projecting. know. Projecting. Yeah, you're not assuming the feelings. Um, yeah. I also want a special shout out mitch and payton actually i think payton did a good job too Mm -hmm. um but they did a good job of like supporting her without pushing her (laughs) supporting her without pushing her 
which I think um, Cody could take a lesson from. And uh, definitely, there's yeah, no crying in baseball. Like, think... <laughs> what? This is it. What does that mean, sir? <laughs> That's not even a phrase. What are you saying? Well, it's from a movie, but Truly's never seen that movie. <laughs> Nor has most of them. What movies are? Um, I've never seen that movie. What is it called? There's League in the word. Oh, a League, League of, of Our Own. Own. I think. Don't quote me. Um, I'm not a cinephile. Looking it up. But okay, I did like Mitch, but I did a League of Their Own. Oh, look at me. I didn't. Like... Uh, I guess I have to give him a little credit for seeing a League of Their Own. Yeah, it's about lesbians. <laughs> yeah, I'll give them three points for that. Okay, Mazel. Um, so I liked. Um, I agree that Mitch was great. Peyton was fine. Um, the only thing that was weird to me was Mitch. The way Christine was talking about Mitch, that he is like the greatest thing to ever hit Utah, mm-hmm. and I agree that he seems very normal which is a high bar for christine but sure <laughs> but she is she and they all were like deferring to him in a very patriarchal way it wasn't like that he was the best person suited for the job but it was like oh when he speaks we all listen mm-hmm. and i was like that's fine i guess but I don't know. She just kind of, she kind of like cowered when he spoke. Like, I don't think she's afraid of him or anything. And that's not what I'm implying. It was just, I think the patriarchy like is so deep. Him. Yeah. yeah. Like she's, even when she's actively trying to be more on her own or whatever it is, like Independent. It's, mm-hmm. it's still in her to like defer to a man. Yeah. I don't think that leopards change their spots that much, but um, yeah. yeah, I I agree. I yeah, wasn't great. Yeah, and then like I don't think Mitch is a bad guy. And Mitch is no, Mitch is great. He's not doing anything to assert that. He's not asking for that. Very clearly, he's not. Yeah. Um, and I do think, I mean not to devil's advocate you, but I think also they are all kind of one dynamic, like their family, the Christine Brown family. (laughs) And Mitch is like, he brings like a new perspective to their dynamic. Yeah. You know, and so I think that there's like a you do kind of turn to that person, the person that's new and like has a new perspective. Yeah, no. Um, and obviously, But I think you're right. I think it comes from patriarchy. It comes right. from their like MO being look to the man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, what they were doing wasn't working. So fair enough. Give yeah. Mitch a try, but I mean, that didn't work yeah. either. So truly doesn't want to ride a bike that's we've learned it twice now and it's it's not like mitch has like taught dozens of children how to ride a bike you know it's like like, mitch doesn't have any children he doesn't fucking know how to teach a kid to ride a bike but 
yeah he's here and he he's an adult that truly trusts and that's I mean, yeah that's the only qualification that he has so i don't and, know why we were yeah asking him to teach her how to ride a bike <laughs> well to devil's advocate in my own opinion he is probably more of a father to truly than cody is so fair enough <laughs> it's very troubling yeah anyway oh my god let's we can end it there i have um we didn't do any of our segments well i have a current event and i have a stray thought if we want to do those okay do you i have, have any of those? a little vocab and some vocab Okay. But I don't have, and I have a couple of straight thoughts, but that's it. The current event, which is current, I think it's just like reoccurring this week. It's not totally news, but there was a TikTok talking. You remember flashing back to the psychic that they had for, was it Leon and Aspen's graduation party? They had a yes. psychic there. And it was because. Truly gets sick on Leon's like going away party. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The psychic said that Cody would have a fifth wife, which they all were very disturbed by at the time, obviously. But now that he is down, down to one, <laughs> there is quite a lot of speculation that a fifth maybe in his future what do you have for do you have some lehigh vocab for us i do yes mostly from christine Great. mostly christine okay <laughs> um christine says which is something that she says a lot she says i was really pleasantly shocked yeah <laughs> when she means pleasantly surprised but she means like more than pleasantly surprised yeah she's very which funny I think is, charming yeah pleasantly shocked <laughs> um and then she says amazingly which she says a lot too <laughs> amazingly yep. so, amazing or whatever um let's see that's all for vocab i have a couple of strays do you have any okay. vocab? no vocab for me i have some stray thoughts as well though I said, um, yay, epidurals. <laughs> nice. I said, Modern medicine. Uh huh. Mary's hair looks very good. I guess that might be Sam's style. But I think Mary's hair looks good. She had like just cut it and she was doing like the Farrah Fawcett situation, the little flare. Flare back. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. At the time. But it looks like it's like a healthy hair situation, which is different than now. Um, um, it's real fried now. Mm -hmm. But I, I thought it looked good. I thought she was rocking the, the flare, 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 flare. <laughs> Great. I have, there's a very weird moment after Miss Truly is born and it's like a voiceover because there's just kind of like a lot of talking and then some like robot voice goes oh seven pounds 11 ounces 
<laughs> Do you think like, that was Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean? Dr. Bean? <laughs> no, it was like a woman's voice, but it was so obviously piped in. I don't know why they uh, felt the need to tell us her birth weight. Her weight. But <laughs> we got really it. <laughs> um, Robin says, brown chaos is a very special kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. Which is such a kiss-ass thing to say. I can't even get over it. The chouse. Mm-hmm. Which we get to yes. later. But yeah. It is special. Okay, the other straight thought I had was this episode I think was our first ever timeline corner in the series. Because they're sitting on the couch and they talk about Robin's wedding being in eight weeks. Mary's anniversary is in one week. And that truly is a week overdue. Mm-hmm. So they're laying some groundwork for timeline investigation. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe we should add that to our segment list timeline corner. Mm-hmm. We should because so we, we talk about it anyway. I mean, we, we talk about it in every episode. Yeah. Incessantly. It's important. It's very important. Okay. Well. Well. What are we promoting this week, (laughs) Kitty? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. There are some highlighted visuals for each episode. Mm -hmm. Yes, Kitty's been doing a great job in promoting. Um, if If you need some... Some something to laugh at as you listen along. There's some screen grabs over there on the Instagram. True. If you're worried that I don't do anything for the podcast, I would like to say that I do edit every episode. She does every editing. Yeah, I do that. (laughs) Which is a lot of work. So true story. So I let Katie do all the posting. We appreciate you. But if you are if you are concerned about our our labor labor split Divi- here division of labor yeah yeah we have a good division of labor today. we're good i think yes yeah uh you can join us on patreon we're getting a lot of content in the works over there we're gonna have a family tree mm-hmm. for quick reference for us too we're gonna have birthdays on there mm-hmm. once we get to that mm-hmm um we'll do a timeline at the end of season 18 um maybe we'll do some choice other shows platform perhaps um we might do i think i would really like to do um episodes where we bring on a guest who's never seen this show um we should do a guest series if, if you know us personally um Oh, I told my mother I would shout her out because I didn't <laughs> expect a call. Hello, if you were. hello, mother. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, if you were like my mother and you've never seen the show before, and you know us in in real life, maybe you want to come on the show and and do an episode. Yeah. Let mm, us know. That's all I have. Yeah, it doesn't pay, um, but it's a lot of fun. It does not. It is fun. We have fun. We have fun here. Uh, Me too. 
So, um, yeah, but the Patreon is fun stuff and I don't know, whatever. Join it. Support us. Yeah. Please. We're very help poor. Us. We're, help us. We're poor. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah. Restock my wine. <laughs> um, and that's kind of it, friends. That's it, I think. Mm-hmm. As always... This is a Savannah Stan podcast. We love her. We love you, Savannah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> XO. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>we all practice some ASMR while she's gone. I can't hear myself, so I have no idea what this sounds like, but maybe I could become an ASMR artist. I think they do like this thing. (laughs) I don't know. I'll hear about this later when it's in the editing bay.